0: The Pinball Network is online. Launching Free Play Pinball
1: Podcast. Coming at you out of Jacksonville, Florida and St. Charles, Illinois is the Free Play Pinball Podcast. Here are hosts Amanda Hamilton and Bill Webb. All right, what's up, Pinball Land? Welcome to episode three of Free Play Pinball Podcast. Joining me as always is the amazing, the magnificent, the desperate to play some pinball Bill Webb.
0: I don't know about all that, but I mean, listen, I get more comments about having you as a host, Amanda Hamilton, be like, oh, you do that show. I, I heard uh, Amanda with uh, Zach on the pinball uh, show. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm sadly, I'm, the you know, just uh.
1: You're the poor schmuck stuck yeah. with the poor girl without the monkey mech.
0: No, listen, everybody loves you. And they're like, oh, shit, Bill Webb. But, uh, no, listen, uh, a lot of great feedback since we started this. Unfortunately, we couldn't really record an episode last week as the bubonic plague had made it through our house for the last two weeks. So that was always fun. Between my son getting sick and him going to the hospital for eight hours, my daughter, then my wife, then myself, it's been, uh, believe me, there has not been a whole lot of pinball going on in this house.
1: Let me just tell you, this is one reason I am glad that we are socially distanced. While recording this, you keep your cooties to yourself, sir. I don't want any of that. It's summertime. We're done with Memorial Day. We've got beach weather. You can have all your germs to yourself.
0: Listen, it was bad. It was real bad. I mean, my kids had gotten over it, and then my wife and I caught it. So that was just miserable. But uh, we're on the upswing and uh, we still have uh, some pinball stuff to talk about personally. But uh, what's been going on with you since you guys have not uh, caught anything crazy? Which, by the way, it was not the Rona. Three out of the four of us have had uh, the test and all came back clear. So good times. But what has been going on in your world besides swimming?
1: Well, besides swimming, you know, occasional toes in the sand. I am super excited. Got to go on location this weekend. Um, Did some socially distanced, responsible playing of some pinball. And um, just as perspective, I have not been on location in so long that I got to play Hot Wheels for the first time. I was thrilled. We went up to um, Pinball Palace in Brunswick, our local spot, and just had a great time. Met some really, really great people up there who are big into pinball, and I finally put hands on Guns N' Roses.
0: Now, which version, and just so we can educate the audience, what did you think, or which version of the Guns N' Roses did you play, first off?
1: So, I got to play a um, limited edition, and it's kind of neat the way they have their Building set up because they had all of their music pens lined up. So Zeppelin was right next to it, and obviously, if I haven't touched Guns and Roses, I haven't touched Zeppelin either. Um, so they had Zeppelin set up, then GNR, and then the remainder of the JJP lineup. So I also got to get my Pirates fixed and you know play with the Monkey Mech on their was and whatnot. But um, yeah, it was it was a limited edition and it was pretty.
0: So I have one, and I've told you that my feelings on it. And I'm. not going to say I'm biased, but I really love the game. So what were your first impressions, general takeaway, and is one on order yet?
1: I was nervous about it. Um, My husband actually jumped on it before I got a chance to. So I was like, okay, well, I'll play Zeppelin first. And you know, while I'm waiting for him to get out of the way, because I had dibs next. And in my mind, I kept thinking to myself, you know, I'm going to turn this game on, I'm going to punch the ball. And it's just there's so much hype around it and I've seen so much amazing stuff on it and heard so much good that there's no way it can live up to it. So, I was kind of preparing myself to not be blown away. And I didn't want to do that to be mean. I mean, I know there's there's a lot of things going on right now with GNR that we'll get to later in the show, but I I didn't want to be disappointed. I just wanted to play it because ultimately, I will play a game based on how cool it looks and my ability to walk up and just you know, I just want to start playing. Mm-hmm. So I played Zeppelin first, got that out of my system and then played GNR. I have only had goosebumps one other time playing a pinball machine. And that was Woz the first time I played that. And we all know how that turned out.
0: I'm going to interrupt you there. So, and to me, and I, th- and I think we talked about this uh, episode one, but like the first time you walk up to Wizard of Oz and you've been playing like DMD games or uh, alphanumeric display, you know, like your pin bots and high speeds and you walk up to wizard of oz for the first time or you know a game with a giant screen like that it i don't know for me that's a moment i don't know if you felt the same way about wizard of oz as i did i'm sure you do but tell us your your opinions when you walked up to that and then gnr
1: so the first time i walked up to Waz, i it just it kind of beckoned to me it's pretty and i mean i'm not trying to sound like the superficial basic white girl but it was sparkly and shiny and it was pretty and i it called to me i wanted to go up and play it it looked like it would be fun It was engaging. The sound was good. And it's a theme that I love. So that really, really helped a lot. And when I walked up the first time and I plunged the ball, I was like, okay, this has something magical going on with it anyways. Like, yeah, it's kind of a clunky shooter, but the shots are challenging. There's some really cool integration that they used in it. And I love how they just, I got to give it to JJP. They pull you in. Like they drag you in whether you want to go or not. So that integration of theme. Has always been something that that they've excelled at, and I definitely felt that with Wizard of Oz.
0: Oh yeah, and honestly, I, I agree with you. I don't want. I'm not trying to turn it into a Jersey Jack commercial by any means, but like you, I have a similar appreciation for their product. So
1: yeah, so you know, like I said, it's I I got goosebumps the first time I played Woz. Um I knew instantly I wanted one, and this was. We had just gotten Star Wars at that point in time. We didn't even have pirates yet. And I, and I every time we went up there, I mean, this place has, I think, 160 different pens. It's free play. We would go up there all day. I would spend two-thirds of my time playing Wizard of Oz because it just I would just keep going back to it. And it's like, I need to play a different game. I need to try a different game. Nope, I, I need to go back to Oz. When we purchased our Wonka and our Pirates... I enjoy playing them. We still have our Wonka. I love playing it. I miss our pirates. I mean, you guys are going to hear me complain about not having pirates anymore until the end of time because I do miss that game. But I never got goosebumps playing them. So when I walked up to GNR and I plunged the first time and I I started getting into it and I saw the light show, like, I, I got the tinglys. I got goosebumps playing it. And I'm like, okay, now I see what everybody's talking about. This game is, and I mean, I couldn't hear it. I'm in this massive room with all of these other machines and the volumes up on all of them. So, you know, I can hear the Willy Wonka that's sitting next to me better than I can hear the GNR that's in front of me. But holy cow. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. I feel the same way that you do when it comes to like the first time you walked up to that game, just because it is incredible. The light show, the music, the sound, everything like that. And you didn't even get to experience that part of it. So I look forward to when you actually do. But that's awesome that you played it. And then, you you know, with Led Zeppelin, they are two totally different games. You know, I feel like Guns N' Roses is a little, might be a little, maybe not deeper, but eh, maybe a little deeper. But I mean, they're, they're just different plays. Like you have to earn the song on Guns N' Roses and it's kind of given to you on Led Zeppelin. So, I mean, they're, they're, so while you were there, you also got a chance to play not only Hot Wheels, but you got to play Led Zeppelin. How did you feel about Led Zeppelin now that you've actually gotten a chance to get some time on it?
1: You know, I I wanted to love it. I love Led Zeppelin. Um, I love their music. I they they've always been an iconic part of my my life and my childhood, and I have a lot of memories um, surrounding their songs. So I really, really, really wanted to love it. I didn't love it, and I I will say I played that before GNR, so it's not like I was deluded by you know the amazingness that was going on next to it. I just it's awkward. I don't mind empty playfields. I'm not a big person for gimmicks. But it's kind of got an awkward layout. It's it is got a little different. Shots, yeah, it really didn't flow, and it could have just been that particular one. I mean, it's a routed model. It's going to have some quirks that you wouldn't necessarily see at home use. But I wasn't thrilled when the game was originally announced, and I saw the images, and then I saw some gameplay online. So i I was hoping. That my opinion would be changed when i actually did play it and i just it never i didn't love it i i walked back up a couple of times gave it a couple more tries but it just didn't and and you know what i mean listen not
0: every game is going to do it for you i know when i originally saw it i was like eh eh maybe about the artwork um but playing it you know it's a different feel so that that part i I, you know i I appreciate it um a, a lot of people hate oktoberfest i think oktoberfest has some merits as well maybe a little clunky but kooky enough fun you know what i mean um but uh mm-hmm. that's nice that's nice you got a chance to get out of the house and play both of them though now are you going to actually order a guns and roses or a zeppelin or a hot wheels
1: i am not going to order a hot wheels i'm not going to order a zeppelin Um, Hot Wheels didn't really do it for me either. I think if they would have used more ramp styles, kind of like AIQ has with that like funky, you know, inverted ramp and something like that, I think that would have been a lot more fun. It made it look like the actual tracks, but it Hot Wheels that just missed the mark for me. Zeppelin's not coming home with me. G and R, we have not ordered one yet.
0: Mm Hmm. Yet, that's the key word. Yes.
1: Yet. So I may or may not have been going through my daughter's 700 Pokemon cards last night, looking for that super rare Charizard, and, you know, the holographic Pikachu, to see if Zach would trade me a GNR for one, but um, didn't find it. So yeah, it's it's. So the Pokemon
0: cards are safe for now.
1: They are put away safe away from grubby little seven year old hands.
0: You know what's funny is you know you're talking about Hot Wheels, and literally since like my kids have been sick, and I then we caught it. In the last two weeks, I've bought a a Tyco slot car set. I don't know if you remember that from, like, when we were kids.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Bought one of those, put they it on the They still make din- those? No, dude. I bought, like, a 30-year-old game and had it shipped in. Um, nice. Or, slot car track. Oh, yeah. My, my, my wife was like, this is stupid. And then my daughter was like, I don't want to play that. And then she saw, you know, both Lamborghinis ripping around the dining room table, and she's like, I want to try. Uh-huh. And then she grabbed. Best toy in- ever. Oh, Yeah. Well, you know, parenting fail of the year, whatever. She literally grabbed the remote, slammed down on the the trigger. The car literally went ripping off the track and, you know, hit her in the chest. And I'm like, yeah, you gotta be careful. These were not, you know, this is, these toys were designed in a different era.
1: They didn't come with all of the warning labels. Just remember, we now have to put a label on peanuts because they contain peanuts.
0: Yes, yes. This was a safety third toy she I mean she didn't get hurt and she laughed and she thought it was hilarious and then literally now I've got dents all over my dining room wall from cars flying off but you know just kind of capturing that and you know besides that you know I bought a one of my old school Hot Wheels cities from when I was a kid so my son can play with you know so yeah you know what Hot Wheels I I think they could have maybe done a little different but you know I mean it's yet to be seen you know if if my son is real big into Hot Wheels down the road maybe we'll order one but you know we'll see how that goes. But in as far as pinball news, there's been a little bit of drama this last week of uh, playfield stuff. Have you seen any of that?
1: I, I have not been living under a rock. So, yeah, I saw I saw a couple of uh, mentions here and there across various platforms um, by a number of individuals. Yeah, uh, there's some people not happy right now with, with their GNR. And it's not because of the gameplay. It's because of the playfield condition where the posts are and some pulling and chipping.
0: Mm-hmm. See, and I have a a GNR, you know, mine came off the line. It wasn't a special build or anything, and I don't have those issues, you know, and I think it's a very, very small number of games, if so, but I mean, you know, even I think everybody at some point is going to have these issues, and you know, I mean, it's liable to be a recurring issue. I mean, think about, you know, Ford. How many uh, cars will Ford recall this year, or Chevy, or anybody else?
1: I'll never forget there were a few, there was a few years ago when um, all of the big Chevy recalls were going through and Rolls Royce, they'd only produced like three of this particular vehicle with this particular setup. And they had to recall all three of them because the seat belt would fray and make it unsavory or something goofy like that. You know, mm-hmm. But it was kind of funny that it. you're not immune, and I get it. You're spending a lot of money on this. It's a toy. You're spending a lot of money on a toy. And artwork, and but yes. Yeah. It, it is artwork. I, I completely agree. It is artwork. But ultimately, I mean, for the average individual that we know, we're not going to go out and spend that money and leave it in the box and put it up on a shelf and then hope and pray that in 10 years... We have another massive spike in prices. I mean, we're opening these boxes. We're putting the game, we're putting the legs on. We're, we're putting this game to use. We're going to play the game. That's why we bought the game is because we wanted to play it. You have a metal ball, or in the case of Guns N' Roses with all the multi-balls, you have a lot of metal balls flying around at 90 miles an hour. hmm uh-huh. So you're going to have some nicks and dings. But the other thing, and this isn't me being facetious. I'm actually very curious about this because I've never been to a pinball factory. When they're putting these posts on these play fields, is this being done completely automated by a machine where all of the pressure is monitored to within one one thousandth of a foot pound of torque and, you know, the turns are precise? Or is this being completed by human beings on an assembly line? who are putting these posts into these proper holes.
0: Yeah, so you'll have a guy that, you know, he's he's working on the, on the line, installing posts and stuff like that. He's not just cranking away with a 5-foot pry bar to tighten these things down. They have controlled uh, impact guns, to most cases, to um, put the correct amount of pressure on. You know, some play fields are just a little more brittle than others. Um, I know the one picture this week we saw... A guy had, you know, literal chipping artwork. Well, I mean, they've sold a lot of these games now. And I don't think that's that reoccurring of a problem. But I think, you know, because of today's day and age with, you know, and this being such a small hobby, you have one game that has it. 400 people are going to hear about it. You know? Absolutely. Nobody says, oh, I got my, you know, and I'm guilty of this too. Guess what? I got my game. I didn't have a single issue with it. You know what? That's a lie. I had one issue with it. I had uh, my son and daughter down here. They were messing with it, and they didn't hit one of the switches on the upper playfield. So, naturally, I had a, an er- uh, error. Mm-hmm. Of course, I play a game and hit the upper playfield, and it goes away, kind of like a uh, getaway. Um, my kids can't hit the uh, upper loop, or where you lock the ball from multiball, and it give you the credit dot, right? So, uh, obviously, there was no fault of the game there, but, I mean, that was something, you know, that had happened. It was just because of poor playing. I'm guilty of it too because I haven't really come out publicly and said I haven't had a problem with my game. And I have had brand new games with problems in the past. So,
1: And I think that's the thing that we all need to remember is number one, these these things are being put together by human beings who are doing their best to create a product that they want to be proud of, especially up in your area because, I mean, these are members of your community and these games are out there in the same community that they live in. So they don't want to have, you know, John down the street coming and knocking on their door at 7 a.m. on a Sunday morning saying, hey, you need to come look at my play field because I know that you're the person that puts these posts in and now I have this, this, and this going on. I honestly don't think that anybody ever intends that.
0: Well, let's be honest. All these people that work at these companies are not just there to collect the check. They're doing it because they love what they do.
1: Either that or they're you know? dang good actors. Because I don't know if you've ever seen Dwight when he was revealing the playing on Mando. He was like a kid at Christmas. Eric is the same way. He's like a kid at Christmas. When he was debuting GNR, like, you could sense the pride in their voices. They're They're very proud of what they've accomplished. And then just looking at, you know, the the thank you videos on Twippies and stuff like these are companies that appreciate, and they know they're not going to have a paycheck if you don't buy their games. I mean, ultimately, Uh they're not going to keep making games out of the sure goodness of their heart. It supplies cost money. It is a
0: business. They have to turn a profit. Exactly. You know, you got
1: to keep the lights on. The electricity runs those torque wrenches. So if you don't have the electricity, you know, you're going to have a guy sitting there with a ratchet wrench gonna have to wait longer for
0: your game to get there and and how they handle it will be you know a, a telltale sign you know i mean for me dimpling metal ball would would play field you know i've had games with a lot of dimpling and i've had games with very little you know it's just i'm gonna play it so i don't get too upset by that i had one game that did pull not necessarily one of the manufacturers you would think but they had addressed it and they took care of it with me um i've had an issue with uh a ramp up before on a on a game completely transparent you know that other manufacturer took care of me. So I've had some issues with games, but they've all been you know, a little minor and stuff like that. I, I always felt like they tried to take care of me. You know what I mean?
1: I agree. And and I agree with you on that because we've had issues. We, we've only owned games from two manufacturers and um, we've had issues on games from both sides of the fence. I mean, and in, in some of them are very minor issues. Some of them um, directly impacted gameplay and, and the games were down for a little bit longer. But anytime that we even before we got seriously involved in this community and we met the people that I don't want to say gave us an in, but at least gave us a little bit better idea of who to call and talk to on the customer service line or what department we needed to speak to. We were brand new at it and we would call and say, Hey, you know, I, we just bought this game. It was a new in box. We had an issue with this happening. We're very new at this hobby. Is this normal? What do we need to do? And we've Never had any issues with them saying, oh, well, you know, so sorry about your luck. Game's yours now. Not our problem. Like, we've always had people go above and beyond to really help us out on it. We've had dimpling issues. We've had pooling issues. We had artwork chip on one of our games, and it took a little while for that to be resolved, but it wasn't so much that it didn't get resolved because the manufacturer was trying to avoid correcting the problem. It was because they were mid-run on another title, and they aren't obviously going to shut down production on a massive title, that, especially with COVID and everything going on, in order to make my play field. I'm not that mm-hmm. special. I, I'm, I'm really not. So it it's, I'm curious about that. And the other thing I'm wondering too, is, you know, it's, like you said, it's metal balls, it's softwood. You have these metal parts that are in there, these metal posts that are going in there. It It's kind of fascinating. Um, And this is a complete derail of pinball, but 10 years ago, we went to Turkey and we got to go to one of the um, rug maker locations. So, they were actually hand weaving these silk Turkish rugs. And I mean, these things are nice, massive, they're huge. You're talking like 12 by 20 feet rugs.
0: That those are cheap rugs, by the way. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You think that you're Amazon, uh, you think you're upset about your uh, your pinball machine posts causing some pulling? Yeah, get a snag in one of those, you're gonna throw up, but don't throw up on the rug, don't throw up on it. Because
0: even then, broken, it's still worth a lot more than yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's they're yeah. they're ridiculous, but they're amazing. And we were talking to the people who were there and, and did this tour, and they said that they actually have it set up to where any of these weavers that are working, if they're stressed out or distracted about anything, they won't let them work on these rugs. Because the, even though they aren't thinking about it and there's so much muscle memory involved, there's still the slightest change in tension. So when they're knotting the yarn as they're going through on these silk strands, it's causing a different size knot and it affects the quality. Wow. We're in America. I I want my game right now. You, get, you came out with a game. I ordered my game. I want my game yesterday. I want it in my house. Perfect. Code completely done. No issues whatsoever. And, and I want this, you know, white glove service. I get it. Again, they're expensive and their works of art but we also need to keep in mind that we don't know the conditions the human beings i mean obviously they're they're not working in like a sweatshop but we don't know the conditions no. that they're they're required to put out these games and we're just as bad saying you know i haven't got my game yet i haven't got my game yet i keep seeing all these posts i ordered my game in this time last year and i haven't got my game yet i i've been on the waiting list since well before it came out and i don't have my game yet
0: hey listen i know some people that work there i still had to wait six months to get my game you know there's no favors when it comes to this stuff and it's. You know, I totally agree with you. And the thing is, is all this stuff is handmade, mm-hmm. you know, from the guy putting the posts in to the guy that, you know, um, assembles the uh, ramps to, you know, all of these different things to the people that put the artwork on. I mean, liter- literally, um, if you go back on Instagram, you can watch, you know, them putting a game in a box. I mean, all of this stuff is hand, hand motions. It, it, this is not an automatic thing. Exactly. So, yeah, you know, and honestly, I mean, I, I'm going to go to another, you know, car scenario, but. You know, your Maseratis, your Lamborghinis, your Rolls Royces, your, you know, all these different fancy cars, they're all handmade. And if you ever listened to like some of the stories about some of these cars? Oh,
1: what were the Lamborghinis that kept catching on fire? All? Yeah, good point.
0: No, no, well, I'm, I'm being a smartass, but, <laughs> you know, um, well, I like the, Avent, not the Aventender, uh, the Mercilago. Avent- you,
1: you mean the Aventador?
0: Aventador, yeah. Listen, I can't, I, I can spell the name, but I won't ever be able to afford a car, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, yeah, and and you can see the videos on uh, Facebook or YouTube where the guy revs up the motor and because of the extra exhaust gas, it gets kicked out, it gets stuck in the engine bay and then it starts on fire and burns the car to the crisp, you know, to the ground.
1: Yeah. And I mean, when you're paying that much, it was the Aventador. It was, it, I just pulled it up, um, from 2012 to 2017, Lamborghini did not even issue a, um, a recall, recall. on that until...
0: 2017 yeah nothing in this world is infallible and i get you know in here i think you and i are a little bit more mellow on this stuff because we have kid you know i have a kid you have a kid you know if they're still okay you know for me you know we had a uh, when my son was sick we had to take him to the hospital we were there eight hours i could care less about a whole lot mm-hmm. so for me a lot of this stuff is you know it's not a significant granted if you know i had a playfield that chipped i probably would be pretty aggravated but you know i mean like i said i i some of these comments that I've read are just hateful and you know no one ever wants to come up with something like that and the problem is is that for every bad comment there's 50 people that don't say the good comment. Like I said I'm guilty. I know you're guilty. We all we all are because why
1: would we waste our time doing that? But my other question is and I I mean I saw the picture that you saw too. That chipping was that was some substantial chipping. Um that I don't think that a washer is going to fix that. No, and honestly. But what steps have been taken to discuss that with The manufacturer. You didn't. You didn't buy it directly from the manufacturer. You bought it from a distributor. Have you worked with them? Have you know what have they done to help you out? They're like the insurance people of the pinball world. You know, get them involved. That's what you paid them this money for was to help you before, during, and after the sale. Uh And 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 don't just go online and say, oh well, this is chips, so I'm going to throw a fit about it online and expect it to be taken care of right away. But I haven't done anything to reach out. And I don't know if that's the case. I, I don't know the backstory on what steps were taken. I know that there are a lot of people that are upset. I know that the preliminary um, feedback was you put the washers under it to help to prevent further pulling or, you know, there's, there's some individuals who are not with the company who are saying, oh, throw some mylar on it to protect it initially.
0: And then there's, you know, I mean, companies that remove the artwork from underneath posts. So the paint isn't there and the clear it hears a little better and stuff like that. I mean, there's different scenarios for different things, but yeah, no one, wants, no, one, no one wants to see that stuff. But I mean, like I said, I think we're all guilty and I think we're almost, you know, expecting perfection in an imperfect world too on, on some of this stuff. You know what I mean?
1: The bar has been set really high for us for a really long time, especially by the major companies. There's been a lot of good quality at a consistent pace. And now that we now that number one, I think more games are going into homes, um, because people are realizing that this is something you can have at home and it is something that you'll use quite frequently if if you really enjoy it. I think that people are now looking at it as okay, well, the last game didn't do this, so this one shouldn't do it and it should wow me in even more. And then the next game should exceed that. And it's an expect it's an exponential expectation. You know, you buy your first house and it's a crappy you know, 750 square foot, one bedroom, one bath in the hood. And then your second house is a little bit nicer, three, two with a two car garage in a decent neighborhood. And then your third house is, you know, the two story on the acre with a pond in the backyard. And you just, you have that expectation that if this is what I have now, the next will be better.
0: Well, yeah. Once again, I mean, this is imperfect world, you know, listen here. I mean, you and I were having a conversation last week. So what is the piece of paper whenever you buy a house that you have to sign? <laughs> and I'll tell you one that I had to sign when, when we purchased the home that we live in now. But what was that piece of paper? Because for me, living in a different area, that fascinated me. So but
1: Please. So going back to that whole, um, you know, we have to put a warning label on the bag of peanuts that says it contains peanuts. In our area in Florida, we've bought two houses. We bought our first one in 2009. And we had to sign a piece of paper that said that we would not cook um, methamphetamine in the house. And then when we bought our current house in two thousand and seventeen in a different county, um we had to sign a piece of paper that said that we would not cook methamphetamines in our house. And we've also had to sign that we rented a house prior to buying our first house, and again, different area. Of Florida, um, we, we had to sign a piece of paper. Same thing. We're, we're not going to cook meth in the house. So and, and, and go Florida.
0: <laughs> the fact that, well, and, and listen, I, I'm sure that there's different parts of the country that have, you know, different things like that. Um, I know in the area in which we live in, you know, you always say, oh, we wish we had a basement, stuff like that. Well, when we bought our house, we had to acknowledge that we had zero square feet of finished basement because people finish their basement without permit. Mm-hmm. You know, so not good, maybe, but eh, whatever. So, but I mean, they put all the stuff in because things go wrong.
1: Because somebody somewhere did something that they probably had no business doing and either blew up the neighborhood or jacked up the electrical and put a giant screw through their plumbing. Or yeah, somebody somewhere did something stupid.
0: Yeah. And and you know what? I mean, here, no one, no one, I don't believe most people are out for malicious intent. You know, some things I believe should be handled differently, but I mean... Like, you should should cook
1: your meth in the backyard instead?
0: What's a (laughs) 10 by 10 shed cost, you know? Or, you know, hey, get a permit when you finish your basement. Right.
1: Yeah. You know, whatever. It's interesting. Um, And I'm curious, so listeners, if any of you have any of those fun little quirks that, that you've experienced or little nuances... Let us know. We're on Facebook, Free Play Pinball Podcast. We're on Instagram, Free Play Pinball Podcast. And you can also reach us at freeplaypinballpodcast at gmail.com. I'm curious to know if this is just as fun. I know in California, you got to sign a piece of paper that says that everything in your house will give you cancer, including your house. Like those signs yeah. are everywhere. So, so, California, I love you guys, but you guys can sit this one out because I know you got to sign some really dumb stuff. But,
0: but that's like Montana, what?
1: what do you got up there? You know, you weren't going to store a bear in your basement during hibernation. Like what what's going on in Montana?
0: There, Listen, I'm sure there's crazy rules everywhere. And I really look forward to some of the people that text us and say, hey, because of this reason, we can't do this or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I mean.
1: See, now I want to reach out to Dr. John and be like, Dr. John, did you have any ridiculousness like this when you. You know, in any transactions that you've completed in your life, because I would be really curious if Australia actually cared enough to put that in there.
0: Oh, yeah. But you know what? I mean, and listen, the stuff that goes into California, just because it crosses over the California state line does not mean that it's any less harmful in Nevada, right? Just like uh, all the, you know, pinball machines, little educational fact. Do you know what the ROHS stands for on a pinball box or on the machine?
1: I do not. I keep wanting so I to say is, rodents have unusual size. I just channeled my inner Dennis Creasel there, but that's not it.
0: Dennis, what's going on, man? What that means is it's Rojas compliant, which means that all the fasteners and stuff like that are made to a certain specification that you can ship them overseas and they won't give you cancer and stuff like that, right? Which makes you feel good when you walk down the Isle of Home Depot, right? Because a lot of that stuff is probably not Rojas compliant, but nonetheless, you still have to live your life. Um, but I mean... So, those machines are actually safer. I know we're going off on a tangent here, but, you know, I mean, I think this, this whole thing full circle just comes around and no one wants to make a bad product. No one is out to screw people. The people that are building these games love what they're doing. You can see the excitement in their face and, you know, when you talk to them or watch their videos or stuff like that. So, you know, I mean, I think some of the some of the stuff is de- definitely, you know, I'd be upset if it happened in my game as well. Um, I've had things that happened in my game and I felt like I was taken care of by the manufacturer. So. I think in those certain situations, you know, it'd be very important to figure out what happened afterwards, but that's the stuff that never gets covered. Yeah. So, you know, and, I mean, and like
1: you said, too, I mean, how, how the companies handle this moving forward is going to be a huge determinant in their reliability and their trustworthiness as, a, as a manufacturer, as a company. Um, and I mean, competition's getting steep. There's, there's, Well, I mean, look at, in your corner, Bill, you have something going on in your corner right now that could compete with all of this.
0: I'm curious to what you're referencing.
1: I am referencing that T2 that you have hanging out that you are going to bring back up to perfection.
0: Ah, okay. So, literally, when I was sick, it was funny, because a Terminator 2, well, actually, this is a two-part story. Originally, right before my son got sick, I had made a deal on buying a getaway. My son got sick. We were in the hospital, and... Yeah, there was no way I was going to be able to go pick this game up from two hours away. Um, Called the guy, said, hey, listen, this is a situation. Um, I don't like backing out of deals. This has happened twice now. Um, But I said, listen, either, you know, you can wait till, like, next weekend. Or, you know, if you want to sell the game and you don't want to wait, I understand completely. We can part ways as friends. Um, And he misunderstood because I literally said, you know, I'll give you, you know, uh, a little credit on PayPal for, you know, the trouble and inconvenience. He goes, no, I don't want your money. You know, I don't want to hold the game. I just want to sell it. I'm like, okay, well, I was going to give you, you know, a hundred bucks for the inconvenience of having to pull it down for two days.
1: Right.
0: And then uh, when I was at home sick, um, because this spanned over like two weeks, literally, um, there was a getaway that popped up, or a Terminator 2 that popped up locally in a lot nicer shape than the one that I had. Um, And even though I felt like crud, our good friend Dave Fogren had went there and picked it up for me and brought it on out. So I'm looking forward to – Having a nicer example of a Terminator 2. I had just listed my original T2 that I bought like seven years ago. Wow. Yeah. And uh, sold that to a first-time buyer. Very Didn't cool. Didn't know anything about pinball. Talked to the guy for an hour. Just uh, a very, very nice situation. He goes, listen, this is the first machine that I'm buying. This is one on the list, that Whirlwind, and uh, I forgot what the other one was. But uh, he goes, I love the 90s themes. and you know, he was just tickled pink to have, you know, a Terminator. So, I mean, it worked out great.
1: It sounds like it. That's awesome, too. And it's always fun to, to get a game to a first-time buyer or even an experienced buyer. When I mean, when we were on location this weekend, um, we ran into a gentleman. So, shout out to Grayson and his kid. And I did tell him this Grayson. was yep family-friendly show because he's been looking for something to listen to that he could listen to with his five-year-old son in the car. So... Um, hopefully he will give us a shot, and we had a great time hanging out with him. But he was—he's—he's he's got a few games. He um—he has a Ghostbusters, which yeah.
0: love it. I—I—I—I mm-hmm. like I,
1: I, I played it again. I put hands on it again just to make sure. Still, it still doesn't.
0: Okay, let me ask you. That. All right, and I hate going back to this. I really do. <laughs> because I'm sure there's listeners that are going to drop off and never come back, and that's fine. So, is it? Has it maintained the course of your feelings or has it gotten a little better? That's all I want to know. It's
1: maintained. It, it just doesn't... Okay. If, if it's the only thing around to play, I'll play it, but I'm not going to go out of my way if there's other options um, to to put time on it, especially if the time is limited or I'm paying to play it. I, I'm not putting quarters in it. And it's nothing against the game. It's a beautiful game. It's The shots are good on it. I... I like the theme. I don't understand why I don't like it because it hits all three marks it I can walk up and play it, you know it's something I can relate to. I just don't particularly care for it
0: when you all right so it, you and I have been talking, maybe we make this announcement now, but at some point you will not some point for pinball expo twenty twenty one you guys you and Michael are going to come make a trip up here
1: we are we will be up in Chicago land, so you guys don't. Don't let it snow because us Florida folks, we get cold real easy.
0: You're coming up at the wrong time of year because literally the week, it always seems to work out this way. The beginning of the week of Expo starts off like 60s, 70s, and then goes to like 40s and 50s by the end of the week. Every single year, it seemed to have done that the last five years that I remember.
1: You know, that's okay. I guess I can take that. Um, It's going to be kind of fun because Expo actually starts on Mike's birthday, so shenanigans will be um, definitely ensuing. We're looking forward to it, but we're hoping we're going to make a trip out of it. We're not just going for Expo. You know, it's you and I have been talking about you wanted to, you wanted us to come play some pinball with you. You know, we've been talking about getting some burritos. Um, we would always joke with you guys on flipping Out that we're going to drop by and, you know, play some pinball with you guys while you're streaming one night.
0: Oh yeah, I'm so, sure we'll do a stream that night. Oh
1: yeah, it it's gonna be a blast, you know. And then again, I've I've never toured a factory before, so I've never been to an expo or any type of pinball show before. Mike's been to TPF and he's been to Expo. Um, I'm thrilled to go. I can't wait to see everybody face to face and just celebrate the fact that we get to do this. And you know, as middle aged adults. Which is painful to say on its own. We're gonna go celebrate giant toys that are really expensive, that make lots of noise, and have pretty lights.
0: And yeah, that we that we love. That we love. You know what? I mean, here's and here's the other thing, though. I mean, honestly, the pinball's great, but honestly, it's when you hang out with everybody that you it, the pinball isn't as much as the focus as, as it is the people. If that makes sense.
1: It is. That's part of the reason. You know, when you and I first talked on on our first episode about why we got into this, that was part of it. Was. I play pinball probably more than Mike does at this point um, on my own. I'll turn the games on and, and play, you know, I'll play a couple balls. It, I'm not in there for hours and hours unless something stellar is going on and, and magic is just happening, which is not typically happening when I play pinball, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I quadrupled my score on Waz just by moving it from carpet to tile. So that was really cool. I, I got all the way up to like 130,000 points.
0: W- Waz is a fickle creature.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, she can be mean sometimes, but she's pretty. We'll keep her. We'll keep her around until she, Listen, until I'm, they start selling on Penn side for 21,000. And then you can bet mine's going to be up there too.
0: Uh, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. See, all right. So that's the hard part. It, it, so we're going to dive off here a little bit again is literally, you know, the other night I was thinking about this. Okay, I got the the perfect, not the perfect T2, but the perfect one for me that's in, in, in very nice condition, and I don't have to restore it, mm-hmm. okay? I just don't have the time anymore with my, my son. He's a year and a half. My daughter, she'll be six this year. Um, It's just kind of crazy. But I think, I look at what, like, you know, what these games are selling for and what I paid for them, and, I mean, I think about it, and it's like, you know, I could sell Ghostbusters. You know, I bought my Ghostbusters very cheap. Very cheap. Because it was, you know, before the code update. And it had a lot of hate at that time. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, new ca- code popped out. And it's like, you know, every maybe not every day, but more than a couple times a week, I see people on Facebook. Maybe maybe it's the same person. I don't know. Um, but they're looking for Ghostbusters, Premium Pro, LE. So, I mean... It, it's just crazy to me, temptation. and I know I could,
1: It's temptation. Oh yeah, mm-hmm.
0: you know Adam's family, you know with the prices of Adam's families right now. I mean, you can't touch a, a broken one for less than seven.
1: No, you can't. You know, you can't, and and I mean, I will never say never. I I laugh and joke. Um, Brian Cosner, uh, our friend Cos, he actually messaged me a couple about a week and a half ago. And sent me the listing for the uh, yellow brick—I think it was a yellow brick road on Pinside for nineteen five that had like one mod, and uh-huh. and it had—it was a nice example. Um, there were a couple odds and ends, you know, that you could tell it had been played, and that's fine. You buy them to play them, so that no mm-hmm. no hating on that. And I kind of joked, and I sh- I showed Mike. I said, "Yeah, you know, Cos just sent me this, and I think I sent it to you too." And I was like, "Yeah, yep, yeah, best believe." for that one. Mine is going up. And as long as I waited to get that game, I mean, it would have to be hardcore somebody knocking on my door saying, Hey, here is an amount of money that you would cash money. Yeah. Like cash money. I have a vehicle to pick this up. You don't have to lift a finger outside it to, you know, swim in cash money. And I, I will give this to you and take this game off of your hand as it sits right now. I'm going to be hard pressed to say no because I'm not an idiot, and you know everything hey, listen, is replaceable I at some point. But I, but I wouldn't just turn around and say, "Oh, well, I can make a grand on. I'm selling it today." No, I'm not going to do that. You know, I probably no, you bought it to enjoy it. Yeah. So what does it matter? I don't think I would actively list it. You know, unless things went and "Now, if they start going for thirty, yeah, it's it's definitely going up." But like with pirates, we we sold it because somebody we were approached by a lot of people. If I get approached and they make an offer I can't refuse, I'm not going to refuse it. I'm not going to go out of my way, though, to, to let that go. And that's where we're at. So, Bill, you have a great lineup in your in your basement. I am looking forward to checking out Bill's basement. Sorry, Jamie. That it's... sounded really weird. I apologize. I didn't mean it that way.
0: Oh, she could care less.
1: But I... You have a lot more could, Literally,
0: her line to people when they come over, right? Because uh-huh. that sounded a little interesting there. Is you know buy one take like eight home free, nice. you know because yeah. she hates this much stuff in the basement, but that's okay. We
1: we moved our pinball machines in the living room for like a week, and we had to move them out because I as much as I do love it, I love being able to sit down and relax in my own home too, and it feeling comfortable and welcoming when the lights are off on the games. But we we moved them into a room where we don't really have the space for another one. So your lineup is awesome. What do you do when the next great game comes out and you you need it? I mean, it's not a want at this point in time. You you need this game in your life. So what do you do? So
0: I have room for one more. I can fit a total of, hold on. So I got six in the row now, seven. So I got room for eight without getting goofy. Nine if I had to.
1: I mean, um, you can move that couch out of the way.
0: Actually, that's even that's wrong. <laughs> I could fit 10. But I, I literally, I was at like 12 last year. Then I wasn't playing all of this stuff, and it was like you know, I I don't need all this stuff. Yeah. And it was funny because you know the amount of pins that I had dropped has gone down, but the price of how much money I have in a pinball has gone the same, or actually it's gone up quite a bit because prices have gone up.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, I, speaking of pinball, um, you know, stupid offers. You know, you asked me about my Twilight Zone. I I'm into my Twilight Zone pretty cheap. Um, and guess what? I mean. I I know I can make money on it, but why would I do it? Yeah. I like the game. And there's nothing in my row that I want to get rid of. That's the hardest part of this. That's you know? that's
1: where we are, too. So, you know, you were asking, have we ordered GNR yet? And I had some other people that had reached out. And they're like, oh, have you ordered Mando yet? And poor Zach. Zach, I love you. You are a saint for dealing with me because I probably message him three, four times a week. All right, what's the wait time on this one? And do you have one available? What's the wait time on this game? Do you have one available? If you see one of these come up, will you let me know? You know, if if this comes out, I want on the list for a CE or I want on the list for a premium. That, that poor man is so sick of me.
0: <laughs> Listen, I was so grateful that it was not Back to the Future, that it was Mandalorian. So the wife and I, we have a couple episodes of Ozark left. And then literally we're going to jump into the Mandalorian, uh, uh, that Show? series. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. so
1: good. It is so good. Um,
0: I know, but listen, you know, Stranger Things came out and I had not watched the show yet, so I was not in love. Now I've seen the show and I like it, you know, but at the same point, I'm kind of landlocked on pins. So, yeah, it's good. But don't get me wrong, you know, if the right deal came up on a Stranger Things, I'd entertain it for sure. You know, I, I put some but. more
1: time on a Stranger Things um, with the UV kit. God, that's it's so, it's so pretty. It's so so pretty with that UV kit. I, I know I've thrown some shade at that game because of the call outs, but if you're in an area where you don't hear the call outs and you're just it shoots really well once you get into a flow. So once you hit that flow and you're and you're just really in it, God, that's a pretty, pretty art package when those UV lights come on for the upside down. It's such a cool experience to see it. And and I walked away and I was oh, yeah. like, mmm Kind of Stranger Things now. And then I, kind of, I I had to slap my hand and be like no, you don't have room for that. Don't get one of those.
0: Yeah, don't don't even think about mm-hmm. it. You can't afford another car. Yeah, no. Listen, I'm in that same boat where it's like, dude, listen, I love new pinball and I love playing new pinball, but I can't afford space for new pinball or put out any more money. Well, you know how that goes, though.
1: Well, you know it's it's amazing if if the right title comes up, all of a sudden, you know. One of your kids' kidneys gone, and you know your your wife's not really sure why there's a bunch of Amish people that are harvesting these funny looking plants in your backyard. But you're just gonna tell her to let it go, and you know
0: you got you you have a uh, shed in your backyard that you know you didn't have to sign paperwork off on, whatever. Yeah, I don't know what Um, that
1: blue smoke coming out of it is. I don't know.
0: Yeah, how do you? Like, incense. How, it's do you like incense. My, how do you like my my ten year old Guns and Roses CE that's been in the box since day one?
1: Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: oh, that's awesome. Oh my! But you gosh. know, I, I, listen. You know, I say that, but you know, I still get crap from like BD for selling cactus jacks. You know, so you know, if one of those titles came up, yeah, I would I would probably make room. I'd probably regret it when I got in the basement, but I'd probably make room.
1: And that's the other thing too. Is like there there are games where you get so hyped up about it and. And even games that you've owned before, games that you have some sort of sentimental attachment to. And you're like, man, I love this game. I want to get this game again. I remember playing this game. Blah, 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 blah. Taking your trip down memory lane. And then you get it back and you're like, I remember why I got rid of this game. And it wasn't just because I was living off a ramen on an air mattress. There was other reasons. You know, so.
0: Hey, my good our My good friend. Our good friend mr cromwell has bought multiple games of the same title more than one time mm-hmm. more than two times in all honesty
1: i can believe it. um you know but i can believe it and you know to each their own if that's your thing oh yeah do your thing and and sometimes i mean i swore that i would never buy a certain manufacturer vehicle again and then turned around and bought another one and then swore i would never buy that manufacturer again and I will be darned if I didn't catch myself checking out one of their cars the other day. Like, man, that looks really good. And again, had to smack myself in the hand, say, "Uh -uh. Uh uh-uh, uh-uh. Nope, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. We're not doing that, so.
0: Fool me three times, shame on us?
1: Yeah, fool me three times, and I'm just a sucker. Here, take my money.
0: Yeah, kind of. But I mean, anything looks good in white, though, so.
1: Yeah. No, Mitsubishi Eclipse did not look good in white. That car just didn't look good at all. The, box Listen, like the one,
0: 97 through 99 original like uh, the curb, eclipse spider in white the gts awesome.
1: yes the eclipse gts's look good with that big old rear spoiler but and they got they gave it that chiseled look when mustang started doing their little kind of chiseled outlook and it looked like somebody forgot to sand the mold before they actually put it in production it just didn't do anything and those did not age well
0: not the Mustangs. Well, yeah. No, the, 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 the
1: Eclipse didn't either. If you if you see one on the road every once in a while, because there's not a lot of them left, didn't each well.
0: No, not after that body style. Mm-mm. But, anywho, you know what? I think that'll wrap it up for today. Um, don't forget, at some point, we're going to have a special guest coming on here soon.
1: Yes. Um, I am going to go ahead and warn all of our listeners, um, as well as our special guests, ahead of time. I am totally fangirling. I am so 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 stoked about this special guest that's going to be joining us. That I uh, I got goosebumps again.
0: I I will tease it as this is we've had well, I've had burritos with the gentleman. So
1: I am hoping if I don't scare him too much that when we go to Chicago for Expo that um maybe we will at least get to drink a soda with him. So I I am hopeful because I'm really really stoked at somebody that. I definitely admire and respect in the industry.
0: And you love one of his games with a lot of heart. Oh, my God. We'll leave it at that.
1: All of my poor, bitter, angry little heart loves that game. Yep. All the shriveled heart parts. Mm -hmm.
0: All right. Well, on that note, I think we'll call it a day. Um, I'll let you sign us off this week if you're up for it.
1: I will do that then. Thanks, everybody, for coming and hanging out with us. And let me see if I can do this right, because I know we have a quote that you you carried over. Have
0: a good morning, good afternoon, good evening.
1: Don't forget to take some time out of your day to play some pinball.
0: So long, everybody.
1: Have a great time. Thanks, everybody. Have you seen my Pokemon cards, Mama?